Today is Wednesday, January 25th. The title for our devotional is Betrayal 2.0. This week we're talking about the betrayal theme at the Last Supper, at the table that Jesus shares with his disciples, one of the most intimate meals and spaces that we read about in the Gospels. Yet, over the whole scene hangs this cloud of betrayal. We saw the last two days Judas's betrayal. Today we're going to see another one. At the time, this time, at the hands of somebody even closer to him. Luke 22, 31-34 says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. But I have, pre- but I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. Yet again here, we see that Jesus was not taken by surprise at Peter's betrayal. He predicts beforehand that Peter will deny knowing him three times. We know how the story plays out, and it does just as Jesus predicts it will. Yet Peter is confident that he will go to prison or even death for Jesus. Peter's boldness here at the table, however, was met with cowardice in the trial. As Luke often does, and as he did with Judas as well, he points to the spiritual reality operating behind the evil act. Jesus tells Simon Peter that Satan has asked to, quote, sift all of you as wheat. The meaning of this is similar to tear you all apart. The NIV here highlights the plural you in verse 31. So, Satan has requested to divide, scatter, destroy the faith of the disciples who will be the apostles through the upcoming events. This, of course, would be catastrophic to the early church. Then in verse 32, Jesus puts his attention on Peter alone with the singular you. Specifically, Jesus prays for Peter. Peter has been the de facto leader of the disciples. His denial and betrayal of Jesus carry the potential to destroy the whole group. Yet, Jesus prays for him. Consider that for a moment. Jesus, God in flesh, praying for you. That thought is almost too wonderful to behold. He prays that Peter's faith may not fail. It's interesting that Jesus doesn't pray for Peter to not deny him in the first place. This denial caused Peter great anguish. And after his third denial, we read later on in Luke 22, verses 60 and 62, Peter replied, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Peter was warned that he would betray Jesus, and he still failed. Jesus didn't pray for Peter not to betray him. Instead, he prayed that he would, that his faith would be strengthened through this ordeal and that when he would turn back, he would strengthen the faith of the disciples. This failure had to cut deeply. It likely carried the potential to destroy the faith of Peter and the apostles. He could have run with the idea that he is unworthy to lead the church, and unworthy to even be called a disciple of Jesus. He could have felt unworthy of grace and forgiveness. This type of wound, coupled with the lies and influence of the enemy, can be catastrophic to one's faith. This is the way that it could have gone. But Jesus prays for him. The spiritual dimension of this text is powerful. It seems as if Luke is telling us that Jesus' prayer for Peter is what brings him back from the brink. This is the power that saves Peter from suffering the same fate as Judas. 
Peter, unlike Judas, found the grace and forgiveness of Jesus. This story will pick up tomorrow. For today, let's remember that Judas, one of the twelve, betrayed Jesus and turned him over to the scribes and teachers of the law to be killed. Peter, one of Jesus' three closest disciples, Peter, James, and John, denied three times ever knowing him. Both had to hurt. In this hour of need, Jesus is betrayed by two of his closest friends. For reflection time today, first I want you to put yourself in the place of Jesus in this story. Imagine the anguish as yet another friend betrays you, this one even closer. Imagine locking eyes with Peter in the moment of your suffering and anguish as the weight of the world's sin is hanging on your shoulders. And then you hear the rooster crow. What are you feeling? What thoughts are running through your head? Next, put yourself in the place of Peter. You followed Jesus into the courtyard after just hours prior, declaring that you would die for him. You aren't aware of it, but this is your moment of testing. You don't think anything of lying. You're just trying to save your own skin. You don't think anyone will notice. Nobody else can hear you among the disciples, or Jesus can't hear you. The noise is too loud. Then Jesus looks right at you after hearing the rooster crow. How could you still fail when he had warned you only hours prior? Imagine the feelings of guilt, remorse, shame. Again, put yourself in the place of Peter and imagine yourself weeping bitterly at your denial of Christ. This is the sad part of the story. I'm just going to leave you here for today. Tomorrow we'll come to the, the reconciliation, the forgiveness, and the mercy that Jesus gives to Peter.